When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Dead Down Wind, Stealth Cam, Tinks, Skullhooker, Grind Life Coffee. We also want to tell you guys to check out the new Fred Bear Feel Notes Podcast, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Learn about Fred Bear and his heritage. It's something you're not going to want to miss, and it's one of those things that really bring bow hunters together. Hello and welcome to the BowhunterPlanet.com Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, along with Jamie Nopal. Uh, Kevin Conlon and Tim Mazarana. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Good. Good, good, good. And uh, tonight we are talking hunting outdoors and we are talking Faradine. Faradine's a company that has a lot of great brands, including Muzzy and Rage, just a ton of great stuff. And uh, Todd Seifert is here with us, the CEO. Todd, how are you, man? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Thanks for joining us tonight. So, hey, you know, what is going on at Faradine right now? Uh, well, a little bit of everything. Um, as you can imagine, we're, we're kind of right at the peak of season uh, for archery. So really the focus right now is just making sure that, you know, the retailers have the products they need so that as the consumers are coming in, uh, heading out to hunt, um, they're fully stocked and, and they have what those consumers need. So it's really been, you know, we spend all of our year, January through August, preparing the retailers to have products so that when season comes, um, they're prepared. The consumer gets to, to, to find what they need to go out and uh, pursue their, their game of choice. And we hope in most of those cases that we have a brand that resonates with them, that they, they pick one of our products. So, Excellent. Uh, you know, I know you guys are super busy because you have a lot of brands to work with. So <laughs> it's yeah. just constant, constant work over there. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the history of Faraday. Can you kind of fill us in on about the company itself? Sure, absolutely. Um, so it's kind of interesting. So it, right now we've got 20 brands under the Faradine umbrella. Um, and really Faradine came about uh, with the acquisition um, a few years ago and the combination of a couple of companies. And so the story goes, and this was this was pre-me. So I've been here three years. I came um, in 2016 um, to the company um, after having spent, you know, 18 years in the hunting and shooting sports on the firearms and ammo side. And what what came about was um, a, a group of uh, investors out of New York saw the opportunity in archery to put some of the leading brands together and try to put them under a single umbrella and really deliver to the consumer kind of um, top top quality products, reasonable prices, and really the, the major brands in every category. And so that happened in 2014 where um, Rage Outdoors, which is the Rage brand as you know it, the Broadhead, uh, Muzzy, 
Nocturnal kind of all came together through this acquisition. And Fairdyne was really um, a name that was that was made up to basically have a corporate name to put Muzzy and Rage together under the same umbrella. Mm, makes sense. A yeah. true conglomerate. Absolutely. That, <laughs> a titan. A titan. Yeah. I, yeah, it's safe to call you number one. <laughs> so you were saying, I mean, you you have you have a lot of brands under Faraday yeah. now from from the beginning. So is your are you guys trying to have you know just a well rounded one stop shop? You go, you need anything, you guys own the brand. You know, we we've been very thoughtful, and the the way this all started was we wanted to focus on the consumable part of archery. So, you know, as you guys know, as archers. You know, you, you have the consumables, the arrows and the broadheads and the knocks and um, all those types of things, targets. But then you have the bow and kind of our thought process has been, listen, we're not um, the bow is a very different product. Um, it's like the rifle for the firearm or for the for the shooting and hunting industry um, where you have all the other accessories around it. So we've been very thoughtful that we want to have everything around the bow. But we, we don't necessarily think that our expertise lies in the bow side. So, you know, really focusing on everything when you go into that dealer, your local dealer, and you find that bow that, that you know, you've wanted forever. We want to make sure that once you buy that bow, that everything you put on it is we have a brand that covers it. So whether it's the rest, um, you know, whether it's the site, whether it is the release that you're going to use, the arrows that you want to have um, fitted to that bow, um, whether it's the target you want to practice with, ultimately it's the broadhead that you want to hunt with. Really building up all those accessories around that bow has been the strategy. So how successful has has it been? Do you guys do, and I, I guess what I mean is like from a collaboration standpoint, do you guys collaborate amongst brands in regards to your marketing strategies and getting out there in front of the consumers and all of that? You know, we haven't done in terms of the consumer side, we've done some packaging of the brands and the products with our dealers, but really the, the tricky part of a consumer brand and products company is you really want to be authentic to the brand and you don't want to confuse people. So at the end of the day, the consumer doesn't care about Faradine. Uh, they don't even know it. In most right cases, now. that's the way we want it. We want them to think about, okay, if I want the best arrow, I want to think about the Maxima Red HDs from Carbon Express. So we really focus on the individual brands and making sure that the brand and the products that we put in those brands are ones that the consumer would expect from us. It's the quality. It, it executes in terms of, you know, how, the, how it's supposed to be used in the field and really focus on that part of it. So from a consumer standpoint, most consumers don't realize that when they're buying a block target, it's the same company that owns Rage Outdoors yeah. or they're buying broadhead from or their true fire release for instance they just they don't realize that and that's okay with us because we want to make sure that the product speaks for themselves and that our homes by default when they go to buy product they buy the block target because it's the best target they buy the true fire release because it's the best release and they buy the rage if they're a fixed if they're a mechanical broadhead user or the muzzy if they're a fixed plate and at the end of the day we win because those are all of our brands but the consumer is buying them because of the best products within the category it makes sense. It does make let's, sense. Let's let's talk a little bit about the brands. So uh, I know you guys have a lot of great brands on this 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 uh, this in this company that we talked about a couple. But let's go through those for you guys. Like, what can we go through like each of the brands real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think you know the easiest way is to to kind of give you a high level you know read of of the mm -hmm. brands, and then within those brands, you know, some of them we kind of market together. So I'm just going to mm -hmm. kind of go for 
for no reason alphabetical because that's how my mind works. So <laughs> Apple Archery. So Apple, if you think back, is really that brand was dedicated to the to the independent dealers, and that was really the products they needed to be successful in fitting their consumers uh, with products. So bow presses, arrow cutters, saws, those types of things. Hmm. Uh, that, and that brand's been around since the early 90s, 1992. Um, then within our target category, we have a number of brands within Target. So we have the Black Hole Targets. So that's kind of our, our we call it kind of our price point made in the USA uh, foam layer target. We have the Black Targets, which that's our kind of high-end target, which is um, rather than just the open layer design, it has that patented polyfusion. So yeah. those layers are, are fused together for longer durability. Um, and then within targets, Glendell is our 3D target line. And we have a number of, you know, uh, you know, deer um, sizes within Glendale for the 3D side. Hurricane is our bag target line. So your typical bag target, right? Um, and we do both the Hurricane bag, which is standard. And then we have um, a new, uh, new one we came out with that has a little bit different material that helps stop. It's called the storm, and it helps stop, um, you know, even the fastest uh, crossbows now as those speeds continue to increase. Um, IQ bow sites is our is our is our site brand um, that uses the IQ technology. So basically, the Retina Lock is what you know distinguishes that product. And I'll tell you, as a as a new archer coming in when I joined the company, you know, so prior to sixteen guys, I was not an archer. Uh, I was a rifleman. I've hunted all over the world with my rifle. Um, and so I, I put that in the in the safe and I haven't touched it since um, I arrived here. And I'll tell you, as a new archer, the retina lock in terms of wrist cant and and being um, having an accelerated, I guess, um, experience getting proficient with a bow that that site in and of itself with that retina lock is probably the single um, biggest teaching tool I've used since since I've been an archer. Um, and so I'm really proud of that brand and some of the things we're doing there. Um, Muzzy, as everyone knows, uh, was founded originally in 1984. So that brand's been around forever and on the fixed blade side, um, over the years, we've, we've added some, you know, a hybrid technology to that. Uh, we've introduced some new, um, some new broadheads this year. Dave, I think we had some of those on our, um, on our rider hunt, if I remember right, the Muzzy ones. Correct. Yep. That was really exciting to, um, to try, yeah. to try that out. <laughs> You got to touch some of the first ones, so I know I seen a lot of things in that that uh, at that at that hunt. I can't talk <laughs> yeah. about, but it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, next brand is Nocturnal, so that's our our lighted knock uh, company. Um, and again, that's been a that's been an exciting one to watch grow here over the past few years with some of the things we've done with battery technology and the strobing lights and the the fits. Um, so uh, Nocturnal is is really focused strictly on the knock side of things. Um, our biggest brand in terms of, you know, just, just, uh, not only from a, from a brand awareness standpoint, but also from just sheer size in terms of, of dollar volume is rage. Uh, and as everyone knows, rage is the original, um, slip cam broadhead. Um, we've had multiple iterations over the years. Um, we introduced, uh, I think Dave got to see that too, our, our newest version of the rage, which is the no, the NC, the no collar, you know, um, you know, certainly when, Mechanical broadheads first came out. The biggest pushback was the retention ring, right? So it could come undone. It's, you know, people were worried about um, them staying on in flight. They're worried about them deflecting, not opening upon impact. And so I think most of those concerns over the last six or seven years have been, um, have been solved in terms of consumer perception. But 
what we decided was even with uh, when we went to the the molded uh, collars, people still can put them on wrong. Um, yeah. And so we said, listen, if it's the last issue, let's just solve for it and let's make sure that there's no collar needed to get the performance that we expect. And so the, the NC was introduced this year, this year. It's done phenomenally well, way above our expectations. We're really, really excited about it. And basically, um, if, if people haven't seen it, really what it is is basically the blades, the way we cut the blades and they, they mount and fold into the ferrule, um, it basically creates its own tension system. It's a pretty cool design and incredibly durable. So very excited about that. Um, Rocky Mountain, coincidentally, which was really introduced back in 1979, for those people that don't realize, is Rage actually bought Rocky Mountain and they changed the name from Rocky Mountain to Rage. And so the original Rage <laughs> broadhead was actually uh, founded out of the Rocky Mountain broadhead family wow. back um, that. in the early 2000s. Very cool. Yeah. Um, next brand is S4 Gear. So that is uh, some accessories really dedicated to, um, you know, around the, the optics. So, you know, uh, bino holders, retractable tethers for your, um, you know, rangefinder, um, bow cases, uh, gun mounts, um, things like that, that really are more gear related. Um, the next line of products is our shooter line, which is the uh, smaller animal targets. So they're the 3D animals, right? So the bear, we have uh, um, a turkey, um, a pig. Um, so kind of smaller, um, expanding out the 3D archery side of things. <clears throat> Sherlock is a brand of, of target sites that we've been toying with and playing with and tinkering with. And we're launching some new products this fall for next year. Um, more carbon. Uh, so going back to the roots of Sherlock, um, less products, less SKUs, very focused on making the competitive shooter um, much more successful in terms of what they can do with that site to customize it to their own needs. Um, on the release side, TrueFire is our release brand. Um, TrueFire has been around a long time. I think most people uh, know that brand, it's certainly the leader in the category. Uh, that's something that was purchased um, early, let's see, that was about five years ago. And, um, that was a Wisconsin based company that, that, um, that the Faradine, um, conglomerate, if you will, uh, purchased, um, express bro press or express bow presses as another brand. So it's just a higher end, uh, bow press versus the, the standard Apple standard Apple archery bow press. Um, and that kind of rounds out the way we think about the brands under the portfolio. And then, what I didn't talk about were two others. So the two latest acquisitions, which were Carbon Express, um, which is the Arrow Company and, and Crossbows. And then just here within the last uh, uh, few weeks, we have purchased our first company outside of archery specific accessories. And that company is called Covert Scouting Cameras. Wow. Okay. And the whole idea there was we wanted to stay, you know, certainly within hunting accessories, but there's this, you know, looking at categories where people use um, products, whether they're archery hunters, whether they're muzzleloader hunters, whether they're rifle hunters, and the, the camera category is very attractive to us. And so we were able to execute that, that acquisition here just recently and are, are happy to have the covert brand under the Faradine brand now. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's hard to really like put your finger on which brand to like kind of look at with this company. Cause yeah. there's so many, <laughs> yeah, they're like so big. Every, everybody has knows the rage guys and they're Everybody not going to trade or, or maximum red guys. 
But yep. I'm telling you, I've always been a nocturnal guy. We got oh we have stuff laying all around here, right? Yeah. That I can just grab. That we never buy hunting equipment. This is a true story. Actually. But <laughs> I buy nocturnals every year. He went out on his own and bought them every for the last year, probably eight years. It's so funny. But I will they, not change. They're, they're I don't flawless. care who tells I mean, me what. They work yeah. every time. And they, one of the it. things, one of the things for me, uh, Todd. And again, thank you so much for inviting me to the media hunt. That was a really good eye opener for me, for the industry, and what we do on this end to see some of these products firsthand. Um, but uh, we um, noticed. I mean, I I should say, I noticed how uh, the products performed in the field in this hunt process flawlessly so i got the rage no collar i mean it was just dominating animals like i mean i was shooting things that were going 15 20 yards yeah. that the guy's telling me oh i haven't seen a deer <laughs> i haven't seen one of these odd fall this yeah. fast in years da, 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 you know and i'm like wow and then the uh defined bow sight i mean mm-hmm. i was just crushing distances no problem and at that price point it's like unbelievable to me for, for my iq and to have that definitely option. was the products Let's oh just Put oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, uh, Todd was giving me all the ins- inspiration. He's like, "You could do this, man. If you don't, you're never coming back." We, we were we were doing the exact opposite. We're like, "What? These guys are sitting here doing nothing." And then the arrows. Right? Don't, I mean, don't mess bought, it up, Dave. Dave bought a lottery ticket before that trip because he was. It was unbelievable. He could do no wrong. No, gosh. No, please stop. None of us believed it. We're like, come on. No, no, we can't can't continue to talk about this. This is just going to get ugly for us after we hang up this call. And on top top of all the success, on top of all the success, he said he was the only one that didn't get chiggers. (laughs) I think he's after that. I think I got most of the chiggers myself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I just, you know, Justin's like, dude, we're going to get it done. We're going to get the, the CK slam. <laughs> I'm like, no way. I'm like, this ain't going to happen, dude. And it's, sure enough, everything came out, <laughs> had no chance. I mean, this, this that was the fun part to me is like, you know, actually testing the product in the yeah. field ahead of time, like seeing this, you know, seed unfold and having the ability to actually use it in a hunting setting instantly was pretty cool like just to, to be a part of that but yeah so the products to me were just unbelievable i wasn't surprised i'm not gonna lie i mean i knew rage is dominant we used to use it yeah. years ago yeah. we've used uh, a couple people on our team use it constantly and they, they love it for a reason it's just yeah. it's a crushing um broadhead realistically and then you go to nocturnal you know you're gonna find everything it's yeah. not like you're gonna yeah. there's not gonna be no air in flight there's gonna be no air in impact and those are the two biggest things that people don't talk about but the other brands have that issue yeah. constantly mm-hmm. either they shut off in mid-flight or they impact and shut off i'm really excited about the strobing too that's gonna help so well kevin much. was just shooting one we were just playing with yeah. it outside and it was strobing and i said yeah. there it since is. 1971 burris has been the leader in optics innovation and that continues today with products like the new oracle range Bowsight. Burris offers the best value on the market today. Their optics are durable, reliable, and affordable. Everything they offer from red dots and rifle scopes to their binos and bow sights are backed by their forever warranty. Burris, find what matters. For 20 years, StealthCam has been at the forefront of trail camera development and innovation. From the industry's first 4K ultra-high-definition DS4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies, StealthCam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. It's coffee break time. 
If you're looking for premium coffee for those who grind every day, if life is an adventure and not just a routine, Grind Life is for you. You could be an adventurer, military person, first responder, outdoorsman, factory worker, or just red-blooded patriotic American. Grind Life is here to help you achieve success in everything you do. Visit GrindLifeCoffee.com and tell them BHP Podcast sent you. And enjoy a fresh brew just like us. Yo, Kevin, give me a warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, Dave, that's part of the, uh, you know, what we try to think about. So here's the deal. I, I'm really lucky, you know, having come in, like I said, three years into this, and these brands have been around much longer than me, and they'll be here much longer than me. Um, but we have really good people, and you met some of them. We have archers that work in our business. So our engineers, that's what they do. They don't rifle hunt. They don't, you know, they don't snow ski. They don't, they, they that's what they do. And so when you have all of your engineering staff that's internal that are all up in our Wisconsin facility that are playing with this stuff every single day, they know what it takes. They know their frustrations of other products or issues they've had in the field and they solve for those. It gets really, really easy to bring out really good product because, you know, the people that are making them are the people that are using them. And I think that's what we try to really keep focused on is, listen, we're all users at different levels. So I, I get to be the new guy and ask all the dumb questions, right? So, you know, I don't know why they've done things at Rage the way they've done them for the last 10 years because I haven't been around. So mm-hmm. I kind of get the free pass to go, why do we do that? Yeah. Um, and in those conversations, it's kind of nice because when I say, well, why do we still have a collar on it? If that's the issue and the guys go, well, it's the way we've always done it. And then you have a conversation on, well, what if we didn't have a collar? Um, it leads to some pretty interesting conversations yeah. around product development. So yeah, we balance each other out well. I'm the dummy the novice and I've got a bunch of guys that know what they're doing and, and it works out well. So, so, uh, so most people don't know this, but when I was in Texas, my flight got delayed. So Todd and his son had to pick me up and drive me to this outfitter. And anyway, so this whole trip from there to there was like two hours. So, and then we got lost on top of it, which was fun. But, and, and yep, then well, anyway, <laughs> during the whole time, Ty got to tell me his history in hunting and honestly, it was really impressive. So I was hoping Ty, you could tell us just a little bit about your hunting background. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, um, I, I was lucky enough to ac- accidentally get into this industry right out of college. I mean, I actually have my wife to thank for it because at the time we were dating and her best friend's father owned a company in the shooting sports accessory business in Minneapolis called Birchwood Casey. So if you guys know Birchwood Labs, so gun scrubber, most people, it's one of the most iconic gun cleaning solvents out there. True, you know, true oil. Um, Perma Blue, so some of these old brand names. And so long story short, um, I did the interview. I was hired. I got really lucky because I didn't know anything. Uh, they took a chance on me, and um, I got into the industry. And um, early on, um, you know, really focused uh, on, you know, I was, I was basically a jack-of-all-trades, right? So I answered the phones. I cleaned up at night. I did product development. I did sales calls. I, you know, whatever they needed, I was in. So um, from there, I ended up being recruited out to a company called Michaels of Oregon out, out in uh, Portland, Oregon, and they made um, nylon holsters. So if you think about the Uncle Mike's hip holster, that's that company. And that's where I, I was exposed to um, Western hunting. So prior to that, born and raised in Wisconsin, hunted whitetail since I could, right? So my dad and my, four old, my three older brothers with my uncle and all my cousins, you know, in Wisconsin, it's a holiday. You know, you shut down, the school shut down for the week because everyone's hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I grew up. So every year, hunting season, all the guys were at hunting camp. All the gals were back home 
doing Thanksgiving dinner by themselves. And uh, so grew up doing whitetail hunting my entire life. It wasn't until I got to Oregon in my early to mid twenties that uh, I was exposed to elk hunting. And I tell you what, it's an addiction. Um, I wish. (laughs) Got got totally hooked to elk hunting. And then of course, then that led to mule deer hunting. And then that led to bird hunting of all the beautiful birds they have out in Oregon and, you know, all the places you can hunt them. And then as we grew as a company, then we started taking customers. And then, so then that started the, you know, the, the different hunts in the U S different parts of the country, which led to my international hunts. And so being fortunate over the years, you know, spent a lot of time in Africa, um, you know, chasing, you know, everything you can, um, and just have been really, really fortunate as I progressed through the industry and, and met a lot of great people, um, to be able to go have experiences with them outside of the office in the field, wherever it was, uh, and just be really fortunate to um, have found people that have that same common interest to, you know, as you guys know, cause you're hunters, right? It's not about the kill. It's about the hunt. Yeah. It's about the time spent. It's about where you go. It's about the scenery. It's about, you know, walking 10 miles in a day and not seeing a thing and walking 40 feet the next day. And you see the biggest thing you've ever seen. I mean, all those things that happen to you when you're out in the field and spend time in the field, and I've just really, really, really lucky um, to have grown up in this industry and been afforded a lot of those opportunities to hunt worldwide. So, very cool. You have to tell the story real quick of the of the snake in the tree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was too yeah. good. I think I've retold like eight times, but it's got to yeah. come from you. So I'll try to do the short version. So you know, <laughs> for those people who have gone to Africa, you know, everyone's worried about um, snakes, right? And so there's a number of snakes that can uh, that can basically kill you and the the whole thing is you know the guides will always talk about it you know if you get bit there's nothing we can do for you we're just gonna make you comfortable and you know 30 minutes later you'll be gone well you know before <laughs> your first trip you're like oh my god that's really kind of frightening i don't don't know if i want to go intense. then you get there and it's like any place right you know that you're never going to see a snake you're driving forever and you're covering you know hundreds of thousands of acres and you're always on the move and so you know i'm out there i'm in i'm in the salu in uh, in tanzania so literally the middle of nowhere you can't there's not a more remote place on on the face of the earth um and it's unbelievable spectacular and uh we're we're hunting and we're probably i don't know i'm on a on a 18 day hunt and I'm, we're probably halfway through it and when you're over there uh you know two o'clock ish is the hottest part of the day 100 105 degrees and so what you do is you hunt all morning about that two o'clock time frame when it gets really really hot you find shade you go under um, you kind of, they have sandwiches packed and you kind of relax for, you know, hour, hour and a half, kind of let that hottest part of the day go. And then you hunt the rest of the night. So, um, I do not speak, uh, the language. And so my pH is talking to the skinners and the trackers and they get off. And typically what happens is we try to find a place under a shade tree to kind of clear the brush. You kind of clear the grass. We set up a couple of chairs and then, um, we eat and, of course, silly me, I get out of the, the truck and I, I lean my, my rifle against the tire of the, the truck. And then I walk 20 yards over to where they're clearing out this tree to, for us to have lunch. And they're, they're talking and they're chatting and they're cutting and they're talking. And all of a sudden the talking gets really, really fast. And all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. And they run. And <laughs> standing still, frozen, going, okay, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did they is something coming do i run for my gun because it's 20 yards away do i stand here and do nothing so i just kind of freeze and i'm standing there under this tree and uh 
all of a sudden I hear my PhD go in and I'll do a very bad imitation of a, of a South African accent, but he's like, dude, I'm like, yes. He's like, don't move. I said, I'm not <laughs> going on. He's like, just a minute. Don't move. I'm like, okay. And so I hear them talking and, you know, he's trying to get them calmed down and I hear them running and now they're circling around back to him, back to the truck. So I'm thinking, okay, there's something out there that, you know, he needs to shoot. He doesn't want me to move. He wants to know where I am. And he's like, don't move. And I don't want you to look up, but there's a snake <laughs> above your head. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. No. So what do I do? Of course, the dummy looks, right? So I look up and about, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a, in a, uh, you know, a room that's kind of got vaulted ceilings with a chandelier, that's what it looked like. It was like, you know, 14 feet up, coiled around, looking down at me, like about 14 feet up. And it's probably, you know, 12 feet above my head. Oh God. Uh, and I'm like, huh. And it's just looking at me and I'm, you know, what do you do? So for those of you that have been in a weird situation, all of a sudden, the adrenaline kicks in. So you almost kind of, my, my weak, my knees got weak. I start sweating and I'm thinking, shit, this could be it. <laughs> Here I am. I ain't even gotten like half of what I wanted to get done yet. And I'm, this is it. Lights out. Boom. It's going to get me. What are the odds? I mean, I should have bought a talk about buying a lottery ticket. <laughs> so my, my pH goes, okay, here's what we're going to do on three. You're going to haul ass to the truck. And you're going to jump on. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start moving. I've already got your gun. And I've got the, the trackers and the skinners. They're going to be driving. I'm going to get in the back. And I'm going to shoot it. Because what will happen is these snakes are very aggressive. And they'll actually chase you. And so he's like, I need to be prepared. So when you come, you need to jump on the side of the truck. So if, in case I need to shoot at it, um, I can shoot out the back. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking this is crazy how are you going to shoot a snake first of all you got a 375 H&H <laughs> so I'm like whatever you're the boss I don't, and he's like okay get ready are you ready I'm like yep he's like three two one and I did the fastest I guarantee a 20 yard dash in the history of the world I mean <laughs> three steps I jumped catapulted myself onto that truck I was I was so, um, it was just crazy. Oh, chills thinking about it. We take off out of there and the snake never moved for whatever oh. reason. And, you know, he thinks it was just the heat of the day. It was resting. And it was too hot. Um, I don't care because it didn't move. We didn't, it didn't chase us. It didn't strike me. I didn't die. So it, it all ended very well, <laughs> but um, very, uh, so now I can say that, yeah, those, 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 those snakes are real. Yeah, what what kind of snake was it? Did you ever find out? Oh, yeah. Dave, you remember? Uh, it was a black mamba. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> it's like no. wow. Everybody world. knows that one. <laughs> I told you. I told, I told the story like eight times. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, wow. I'm, so I'm a very lucky human being to have been that close to a mamba and walked away to, to tell about it. So, Yeah, it's hey, seriously intense. I, I'm getting ready to go out to South Dakota, mule yeah. deer hunting. Have you yeah. seen rattlesnakes out there? Yeah. Exactly. Have you? I mean, I'm serious. I, I don't. No, they are. There's a lot of them. I'm gonna need. To, I'm gonna need to buy some gators. Yeah, get some gators. You know, typically this time of year it's not bad because it, the the heat's kind of gone and they, and they don't like to be out when it's not really really warm. But you know, it's you can run them across them. So you may as well have them. Was yeah. it um? Was it you or your son or I forgot who saw a rattlesnake in Texas? 
Was it your son? Yeah. Yep. I th- we saw um a bl- I think it's called a uh, rat snake. I saw yeah, one of those snake. giant yep. rat snake. I, I saw one of those before. We that was pretty it. creepy when you're not used to seeing a big snake. Yeah. In Michigan, yeah. we get the little ones, as you know, the little field right. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Along <laughs> the, along the same questions as uh, mule deer hunting, is is um decoys are they successful? And then I'm 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 gonna be spot and stalk with a bow, but I'm just wondering about. If those decoy, you know, somebody told me maybe you should try a decoy. I have never tried a decoy. Um, okay. So I know a lot of people swear by them, and I know a lot of people that use them. Okay. Um, I have not. The only decoy I've ever used is a turkey decoy, and for me, it didn't work. It was just cumbersome, and um, so I, I just don't have a ton of experience. But I know out there, especially in the Dakotas, because it's so open, Yeah. it's a pretty popular way to hunt. And I know a lot of people that, that swear by them. Okay. I think think. you get the one attached to the bow. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I'm just talking decoys in general. Whether it's a good tactic or not. I think we're going to stop and pick one up. Might as well give it a whirl. Yeah. Not to hurt anything. I mean, might as well try. Why not? Anyway. All right, Todd. Is there anything else we didn't cover you wanted to cover today? No. Um, Is there anything else? Any questions you guys have for me that... that, that I've passed over. So yeah, I think just uh, you know a couple comments. I'm really excited about the the Muzzy One. Um, you guys sent us a couple of those. We're gonna put it to the test coming up. I'm I'm really pumped about that. I want to see what this thing can do. I know it's solid construction, which is a big deal, and and it really is gonna be. I'm assuming a sick, a very sick, sick broadhead <laughs> after all said and done. Yeah, we're so. excited about it. I mean, it's it's performing unbelievable, and we're getting. We're getting a ton of footage right now from people that have been not using it uh, this fall hunting. A um, lot of good, a lot of good film. It's performing incredible, um, and it's, you know, the, the nice thing about, you know, the product like that. Again, back to the rage that you use the NCs and, and the mechanical broadheads and the muzzy one with with the single, you know, piece construction is just durability, right? And what yeah. that allows is, listen, not all of us make a perfect shot all the time, um, and when you when you do make a marginal shot, a good product kind of helps make up for that marginal shot whether it's the the wound channel um and so you you have more blood and so you're able to track it so you know i think one of the the really good things in addition to just the performance of the product is when you when you have a really good product um and you make a marginal shot it 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 just creates a better opportunity to to harvest that animal ethically so makes sense i will say the statement real quick that in texas none of my shots are marginal Every single one was a hard shot. And when you have a rage and you give it a hard shot, it's even better. It was like a, it was like taking a gallon of milk and just pouring it all down the <laughs> red milk. It was crazy. You did make some messes down in Texas, I will tell you. I will confirm, even though they don't believe you. I, I'm Apparently those shots stay in Texas. <laughs> what, is, what the heck? I mean, we don't know good yet. job. Good job, We don't Dave. know yet. That was Great this job. year. Great I haven't job. missed anything this year. All right. Todd Seifert, Faradine, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you joining us, and thanks again for the media hunt. It was excellent and a, and a lot of fun. I appreciate that from you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Joyce. We'll see you. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.